what's going on into the last dragon this is your host roy rob i have a super episode coming your way today features one of my good friends adam meredith and we're going to go into a lot of good things we're going to talk about mixed martial arts we're going to talk about of course a little bit of last dragon and the last dragon we're going to talk about all the great things that we've been building on in our community so check this episode out he's got me pumped up and motivated he's working on a challenge right now to help improve himself it's called the 75 day hard challenge and i think i'm going to do it as well so i would love to have some individuals join me in this journey uh to check it out see what you think if you're interested let's come along together and do this this ride together as far as challenging ourselves to become tougher mentally and stronger mentally so check this episode out i think you're really going to like it if you're in the st louis area and you're interested in self-defense exercise martial arts and just getting a good workout we partner with st charles mma you can visit st charles mma.com and get more details but if you sign up and mention roy rob and enter the last dragon get a free month of training now let's get into some martial arts you want to fight all right my people guess what we are back enter the last dragon we are on season one and believe it or not, episode number six. Number six. Number six, man. I have my homie Adam Meredith here. Let me tell you, I got a very special guest. Someone who I've known for quite some time. This individual has done amazing things. He is a business owner. He has I Will. He has his own podcast, which we'll get all into that. Outside perspective, he has his own wellness training business as well and he's just an all-around great individual uh welcome to the podcast thanks for having me dude i oh, appreciate no, it no problem man tell, yeah. tell us your story man tell my people what's going on tell us about so much you. story i mean where do you want me what, like what specifically so you want me to talk about like martial arts and yeah, stuff yeah, i so know of that's course. kind of the that's it that's, that's it the so focus right that's the focus man yeah. tell us tell, what, what, what made you get into martial arts man oh man so for me I um it's, it's always it was kind of like a natural transition uh from wrestling getting into like you know fighting and, and that competition aspect but ever since probably like most kids do like you watch for me it was uh uh what was the uh the karate kid dude I watched karate uh, kid dude and hey, I wanted to do it. so I started LaRusso. yeah man started hey. started karate as a kid Daniel LaRusso. Um, All right. but you know we were talking before dude like I didn't have a lot of money dude so there was a period there where my mom would like clean the gym to help me like help pay for the dues oh that's and, cool yeah man. but it got to a point to where like she couldn't afford for like the testing you know what I mean? Like yeah. to get to the next belt, or I think I stopped whatever the belt was, like right before I think red belt. I think went to like red and then brown and then black. I think I can't. Wow. But so yeah, we. I mean, I stopped that and then kind of got into normal sports as far as play basketball and football yeah. and different things. And I wrestled in high school, and then um, after I stopped wrestling in college, collegiate athlete. All right. Um, it was just. I remember, like, I was a fan of fighting at that time. Yeah. I remember watching the first Ultimate Fighter, like, a lot of people. Right, 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 Dude, right. and then, uh, yeah, I was like, man, well, I can do this. Like, I thought I was going to play football in college. Like, yeah. that never worked out. Right. I didn't make it to the league. I wasn't that guy. <laughs> and I was like, man, well, this is, like, I can do this for yeah. sure. I have control over this. I was, I was more geared towards individual sports anyway. Wow. So it was like a real natural transition, you know, getting, uh, you know, going from wrestling into to fighting. Um, just I craved competition and yeah. I wanted to make it like I saw that as an opportunity to 
provide the life that I wanted right. on my own terms. That's awesome. So, did, so when you started, uh, this would have been. I think we talked about this. You said around 2009, right? For BJJ, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, yeah. So that's whenever I started at St. Charles MMA. So I had my first four fights. I started in 2008 as um, an MMA fighter. As an MMA fighter, um, independent, right? I had no gym. Wow. Um, just wrestling experience. I worked out a lot, <laughs> and I watched a ton of UFC. Like, but I watched it. So growing up an athlete, dude, and you can probably test this in football, man. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you guys did this in basketball as well. You watch a lot of film. Yeah. Um, every Sunday we were watching the film, and like I used to love to watch like break down my wrestling matches and watch my like my wrestling matches. It makes you cringe and you see right, the, the lazy things that you do. <laughs> but I would watch UFC. It was just like film, dude. And I would just learn and study from that. It's amazing. And uh, yeah, man. So I went like four and zero, three submissions, and then uh, Josh Sampo was oh, yeah. was trained. Like he was a senior at Lindenwood. Yeah, dude, <laughs> savage wrestler, you know, had a really uh, hell of a career. Yeah. And, you know, he uh, he was a senior at Lindenwood on the wrestling team whenever I was a freshman. So he was uh, training there at the time, and I, saw, I came in and checked it out. Because at the time, I remember I was looking for a gym, yeah. and there was that one, and then there was Andre's. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And yeah, I yeah. think he was on like Campus Drive or something there in like St. Charles yeah. over there by like that dollar movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, I just never went in there. I kind of heard a couple horror stories about that place. So I never went in. And then um, I finally went to Mike's, and the rest is kind of history, man. That's cool, man. So you so you worked out with and so, so listeners, just so you know, there's a couple of names that was just dropped. Andre is a former UFC. Jermaine Andre, Jermaine Andre um, uh, yeah, trainer. I mean, he, he was like one of the original guys. Oh man, pioneer in the sport, yeah, dude. Just yeah. you know, fall all over the world and, and then, won some titles. And then Savage. Joshua Sampo, he's a part of SCMMA. He is a well uh, as well as one of our teammates. So he's an individual that. Um, been in the UFC, just really trained for a while, and you've worked out with all these guys as well. So that's yeah, awesome. man, Sample. Cool. He actually just had a fight. He just fought in New York, fought Muay Thai. Yeah, After, I, I, I saw that. I don't think he's fought in well over a year. Yeah, yeah, I man. saw that. I saw that. Uh, I was peeping it out on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, so the so when it comes to you get to Mike's gym, what did it feel like? Hey, you've already had MMA fights. Did you feel like, hey, I can do this? I'm, I'm good. Yeah, man. Well, I felt like I had, like, I had a lot of raw potential, and like, I knew I needed to, like, I didn't know any jujitsu. I knew that. Like, I knew I needed, like, find a coach and find a place. Yeah. And I was hoping that he would just like take me on, like, see the potential, and, like, help me grow. Um, Cause I was broke, dude. I was like, you know, I, I had a kid and I was <laughs> yeah, working, and yeah. I'm just 21 or however old I was at that time. And uh, I was like, man, just hopefully. So he liked, he's, he's like, all right, man, we'll just come and try it out. And then he's like, he just told me to come back the next day. Just come back the next That's day. That's cool. And, I, and then, like, to pay my dues, I would, like, uh, he, I, like I trim the hedges and like, cut the grass <laughs> and, like, clean the bathroom yeah, and man. just Mike, different things. Just Mike work around the gym, dude. Big, big guy with a cuddly heart. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, man. There's sometimes, dude, like, because he was living above the gym at the yeah, time. Yeah, I can remember sometimes yeah, he'd, like, wake up, come downstairs, open the gym up for me so I could go, like, hit the bags before i go to class in the morning like get yeah. those workouts in i just remember being like so obsessed like i was in that gym for like four or five hours a day that was me too man like i, I literally when i first got kicked off and i didn't have the marriage and i didn't have the babies and regular normal life kind of getting away very young inspired into the sport 
Um, I remember you guys coming in, and it was motivating to see all the energy that the gym was getting because the more competition, the better your game can get. You yeah. know what I mean? So oh, it yeah. just felt good, man. We had a, It was just a good time, man. We had T. Wood still working out with us there. Yeah. It was a great energy for the gym, man. It was like I was working through. I think I was – yeah, I was already a blue belt by that time. Yeah, you are a blue belt. Yeah, so it was good, man, just pounding through it. It was a different time, man. Um, everybody was hungry. We're all amateur at that time. Right, yeah. Still that one room gym. Right, 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 man. We was, we was bullies on this on that on that on that mat, man. Savages in there, dude, dude. Right? So many, Come on, so many man. good people came through there. Oh my still god, do. man! It's just yeah, of course. But it's it was different amazing. then. Yeah, I mean, and shout out to a lot of our even our our. our I guess you would call it sister schools, but you even have like you know what I mean even Pedigo man he even is just killing it. Oh dude, we have a ton of affiliates that are just killing it right now. I mean yeah, the Pedigo in Illinois and dude Kirk's putting together a fantastic program out at Arnold. Wow. Um, I mean he has Dakota Zimmerman who's I didn't even know that they got Arnold popping now. Is that yeah, right? Yeah man, she's a world champion in jiu-jitsu. That, and I know she fought yeah, Bellator and yeah, so he's awesome. he's growing his program and yeah, I mean headquarters is really nice. Now who was that? At, uh, we also have a, another lady at our gym. Jim, who is rocking and roll? What's the little girl? She's blind. She has blonde hair. Kelly D'Angelo. Kelly. Yeah, man. She's she's fighting. She's um she's an Invicta FC fighter, and she's killing. Dude, she's a firefighter. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. I met her. I was on um Fifth Street in uh on, in St. Charles, and I got my SCMMA uh, jacket on. Yeah. You go there. I was like, yeah. Dude. Who are you? And yeah. she was like. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm Mike's first blue belt. And she was like, get the F out of here. That's my school. Her excitement level was times 10. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's, she's super she's great dope. energy. Yeah, I had yeah. her on the podcast. She's dope. Super great energy, man. Yeah. So, so like, with, with your uh, MMA experience, man, so you're now at the gym. You're training hard. You get a fight up under Mike's belt. How did that go, your fifth fight? Um, I won that one, man. I was so tired. Um, that was actually on a really good card, um, Victory FC. It was um, just outside of Omaha and, and uh, Council Bluffs, Iowa is where they held that. Okay. Big arena. It was actually like 5,000 people there. Wow. It was a huge, dude. It was super cool. They had like the square cage. Fought this really tough, dude. I won the, I won the decision. Um, uh, yeah, dude. It was it was good. Do, so. you, do, you, do you recall those times like as like one of those times in life that – you're able to explain these to your chi- like your kids and be like, Dad did this at that time. And yeah, sometimes I'm so hard on myself that I have a hard time like celebrating success because I'm like, maybe it was, again it was just one of those things that were ingrained for me from like an older coach. But it was like, uh, especially in football, like you don't celebrate a whole lot when you win because you already put in the work. You expect to do that, you know what I mean? And you're gonna go do it again, and especially in wrestling because yeah. it's such high turnover. So you can't sit there and just celebrate true. every win. In a, in a match, in a tournament, dude, like I'll make you know four or five matches, and yeah. you can't sit there and, and, and you know celebrate every one. You know, it's good to live in the moment, and like now I kind of live by like a twenty-four hour rule where you know you celebrate for twenty-four hours, man. But you can't live in that shit. I feel that. Yeah, I can I cuss on, on your podcast? Yeah, you I'm can. Sorry, you can I did. Yeah, it's all good. Man. It's all good. So, so, so check this out. So, like, I look at that and and relate to because you know with the with the podcast and as a reflection of of about two legends, Bruce Lee and Bruce Leroy. You hear some of these wise moments and these wise. Uh, thing. But I feel like that's a nugget you just dropped. That's a good nugget right there. So it's kind of like you want to have that win. You want to acknowledge the win. Yeah, it's important to acknowledge because I, I I was so heavy on the one side where I just wouldn't even acknowledge them. It's like, yeah, it happened. Cool. That's extreme, right? Yeah. That's extreme. And I even do that like we were talking um, earlier like um, on just like kind of 
the the things I was able to accomplish. I just look at like all of the shit, I, all the stuff I didn't accomplish. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh well, yeah, I did this and I did that, but it's like, yeah, it wasn't that great. You know what I mean? Like I never really gave it all the time they had like i had breaks in between like i focused on all those things but it's like i mean i put together a pretty solid run like i did fight on bellator like Hell um they yeah, weren't off me contracting but then i got like injured and yeah. it was kind of one of those things where you gotta come back and win to like kind of get to where you wanted to be and right. then I, I didn't have it at that moment like mentally it's just the mindset was physically i felt better than ever right i couldn't totally physically do it but like i got in there i'm like God, i don't want to do this i don't want to be in here and i started worrying about my brain all the time and just you know the concussions and CTE and TBI and just all this stuff. I'm just like, man. See, I actually relate a lot of the stuff that people go through on day to days. And I, and I take a lot of things from movies. Um, I was, uh, just my own personal story. I got my motivation from seeing the last dragon and I would see Bruce Leroy, an individual who had went through all these turmoil, uh, kind of a situation where he was just the outcast to a certain degree in his culture, his culture, as growing up in the individual in the 80s at the time, it was kind of like a movement of a certain type of black person. So you got the, let's just say in general, you got soul train going on. That's what they see physically on TV for black representation. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? And then you got a uh, certain, maybe a show here and there, maybe the news. And that's the maximum they see. And then all of a sudden you have a uh, movie for me. I saw this movie come out. And I saw an individual who was just different. Yeah. It was just different. And I think about like um, all the challenges he gone he's gone through. And it reminds me of just those challenges are just like are it's like those obstacles. Like sometimes you want to like the statement I just heard from you, you said, Hey, I think about the stuff I haven't done. Like you you can be as you could be that individual who have so many things in the road and you're trying to get from A to Z Somebody next to you may not have nothing to road, and they don't got to climb over nothing. They don't have to go up under nothing, but they could just walk an easy breeze while you got to go through everything just to get to A to Z, right? And so, like, I found myself doing that. Like, dang, look what I haven't got done yet. How is X, Y, Z? I, I found myself being in that grass is greener. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, like comparing? Comparing, Yeah, man. I don't like comparing myself because comparison is like the thief of joy. It's sure. so – that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're comparing like your journey to somebody else's and like it's, oh, it, it your timeline to theirs. Oh, that just – it'll just drain your happiness. It, it drains you, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> I found myself thinking about that's, – that's one of the reasons why I feel like um, I've been able to be creative and think outside of not like a reality. Like I don't want to look at real individuals as my, what I would do is when I was younger, Roy, and be like, well, what are they, what have they got accomplished or what have they done? But I can look at and, and think like if I was in a comic book, if I was a superhero yeah, and I can be different and I can be okay with my different and think creative, creatively yeah. and just be outside of the box and I don't have to be the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's important to be authentic, dude. I'm like the weird guy everywhere I go. Like, I Th- just, that's how Bruce Leroy was, right? Myself, man. That's yourself, so, right? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dude, if somebody say, Roy, what's something? Like, I can I can literally go and say I've done a laundry list of things and they'd be like, get the heck out of here. When I, when I tell my story and I'm like, dude, I want golden gloves. I played college football. Uh, I competed BJJ, uh, purple belt, four, four stripe purple belt. Um, 
I own businesses. I'm, I'm freaking securities licensed. I have them licensed out the wazoo. I've traded options. I, mean, I can literally go on this huge array of stuff. Yeah. Like, I have my own insurance business. Like, I can literally yeah, say. you a lot of hats. I had a lot, man. And it feels good to feel so well-rounded. And it feels good to be, like, in my skin, man. Like, I can literally. When somebody be like, dude, Roy, I need you to go draw or put a paint, a mural up for me. I can do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can do it, and I feel good about it. Yeah, it's you know important to like be well rounded and kind of always be growing. It's crazy, man. Challenges always be growing, man. That's that's just you major. have to, dude. You can't be stagnant because once you're stagnant, like that's when you die. That's crazy. Like, so, real, so did you stop when, moving when you when you in in like your training? What made you evolve? So you went from like I've wrestled, I've done BJJ, I'm I'm now at MMA, and now it's like boom, I hit this one level that kind of set me back. What what you evolve to next? Tell me about that that transition. Um, dude, so like with fighting, just I always just trying to like get better because I wasn't a good striker, and that was like the one thing I just I remember like being so bad at it. Like you talked about Cronin earlier, dude. I I would spar with Cronin, and uh, he would throw a jab, and I'd throw a jab, or I'd throw a jab, and he'd hit me. And, like every time I threw a punch, I'm getting hit. But I like <laughs> I knew though, like logically, like this can't last forever. Like eventually, like I just have to get better. So like it's like loving the process and like yeah. understanding the process that you're eventually gonna get better, and then you know you just kind of see your skill and where you're at and um it's super important to be like having gone through it all now like belief and confidence it really is the most important yeah because i've talked to people that like i've wrestled against in high school and i've talked to people that i've, I've fought against and they always view me as a different guy than i view myself like they What's always, that mean? Tell well because like they'll always view me as like this they see me bigger than probably like i see myself like a big muscular like strong guy um, like, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty athletically talented, right? So, but like, to me, like, I'm just myself, right? right so, right, right. in your skin, you seem different than, than what they perceive. And I always feel like I'm not that big of a guy, like, especially like I stand next to guys like you, like, you're, you're way bigger. I'm than bigger, me. yeah. Yeah. So, like, I always kind of see myself as like a little bit of like the smaller guy, but I'm not too small. Right. And, uh, so it's like just interesting to hear these, you know, these other perspectives because, when you're going into these like intense like competitions, it's so easy to focus on the other guy and to count yourself out. My wrestling coach in high school also used to say he he played like a big influence in my role, like yeah. in my life. Actually, wrestling did in general. It really set the tone yeah. for like my whole life. And um, he always said like, yeah, like you're worried about them, but dude, they have to worry about you too. Like right, remember that. Right, like right. so, like it's important to have like the confidence and like the belief in yourself. Um, so how did to, you get, to compete and to for, to do what you know you're able to do, man? So how did you start? How, how it was like one day at the gym, all of a sudden you had this shirt and it's this new brand. You was like, I will, like, oh, that's in Oh, and post will, yeah. yeah like, so man. How did they come? Like, oh, happened? so that just came about because um, I just realized, you know, I was like, oh man, like I want to start a business and a clothing line, and specifically, it's gonna be like a fight wear line at the time, and um, I was just like. It, what are we trying to do here like we're trying to impose our will and like you still hear it today all the time like you'll hear that phrase impose their it's will it's dope man and I'm just like yeah dude like imposed will like I will I was just, I, remember, I will it was dude. like after a fight I was at a bar with some friends and we were talking about it and I was like yeah dude like I was like will I I was like will imposed or imposed will and I was like will I I was like oh I will and then so dope so then like that's like the whole like concept began and that was that's been drop the website so my list oh imposedwill.com so you can Check us out. We got the full line of apparel on there. Um, join the mailing list uh, so you can stay up to date. 
but uh yeah man so that's like when just like the idea started right it was just gonna be like a fight war line and that's that's been a while ago and when i graduated my undergrad i went real heavy on it Uh, you know i you know i made a, a few products contacted some manufacturers in china and like got them all the specs so that was a real learning experience because right. like, they want all the measurements like for the shirt so they can make it wow and um th- but the minimums were just going to be so crazy high and then it, it became one of those things to where um this is r- right after undergrad and you know it was like oh i have two kids now um and i was like man well i probably just need to like get a job and, and so i can pay some bills and then, like, I wanted to do the fighting, so I was working yeah. and fighting, and, like, the whole entrepreneurial side with the brand just kind of went to the wayside. So I kept the brand with me throughout my fighting career. Like, it's yeah. always kind of been synonymous with me, but it wasn't, like, a business, and I wasn't, like, putting out any products. So what are you doing with it now? So now, yeah, we just had the relaunch, and now we are, like, we're, you know, we are, again, the brand's always been there, but we've really, uh, you know, honed in on the message and, like, what the mission is with, you know, with the company, like, building the community and, you know, helping people, you know, like, realize their potential and have that, that strength and build that mental strength to, like, overcome adversity and, like, take ownership of their life and, like, impose their will on life, you know what I mean, and accomplish whatever it is that they want to accomplish. So, That's like, awesome. yes, we have the rebrand, you know, we redid the logo and, you know, we have some products um you know through the apparel and um you know got the website up and just doing all that so you know back in business and um just you know just reintroduced like in a better way so the business side went away for a while like i was still kind of keeping the brand teetering and you know building the brand you know Mm -hmm. along with fighting and whatnot but now um kind of bringing the two together and just growing it from there oh you so you got more than shirt line you got more than clothing you got more um, – what other things yeah, that, man. That, so that like, goes along with Impose Will and people join the community? What should they expect? Yeah, man. So, I mean, yeah, the, the clothing is, is going to, to fuel the brand right now because money does help grow, right. you know, the, the, the whole mission. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, it's just about building a community of people and, uh, you know, teaching them that, you know, through, through difficult challenges and, like, through healthy habits, like, we can build these um, – we can build like these well, can, we can develop these tools and we can develop this mental strength to you know achieve whatever it is in life that you want whether like you're uh, a grandmother or grandparent and like you want to play with the grandkids and get healthy and like yeah. age gracefully yeah. or you know like you're you want to start a company or you know what yeah. i mean just live the best life that you know whatever that is for you because everybody has a different image of success yeah. um but i mean at the end of the day the mind can be the mind is such a weird thing because it can be our greatest asset and our greatest tool but it's also our like our greatest enemy right and we have that inner voice um we have a lot of different thoughts throughout the day some positive some negative and it's like what do we choose to like focus on and allow into our space you know because we have some really messed up thoughts sometimes, but those, like, I think it's important to realize like you aren't all of your thoughts. That's true. You know what I mean? And, and so, so it's like, it's, it's building these habits of you know, having more positive thoughts and you know, what happens when you do face adversity and challenges? Cause like the only way to grow is through difficult challenges. Like there's no way around it. So give us, give my listeners a, um, a couple habits that you do daily or give me some things that you're currently working on. I remember you, I I, I know listening to a couple of your podcasts, uh, you talked about something like a 75 day something. Oh yeah. So right now I'm doing 75 hard. 
um, which is a program that was developed, you know, by Andy Frisella, which is the owner of First Form, um, which is a huge international like supplement company, and then you know supplement superstores. Um, they're big here in the Midwest. Um, he has like five other companies as well, and he developed this as like a mental strength program, which was really cool because I, I really got that a lot with fighting. Um, but after fighting, like I haven't really had like that that challenge in that way. Um, to really test, like, you know, the mental aspect of it because... How does it work? What do you have So to do? for this challenge is 75 days straight, mm-hmm. you have to do uh, five things. So every day you have to um, work out twice a day, 45 minutes each. One has to be outside. Um, read 10 pages of self-development every day. Mm-hmm. Um, follow a diet. You choose the diet. No cheat meals, um, no alcohol. Drink a gallon of water every day mm-hmm. and take a progress pick every day. If you don't do any of those things or any one of those things in the day, then you fail the day. You have to start over on day one. So nice. it would be day 74 and you don't do it and you have to start all the way back over. So. <laughs> oh, that's intense. Yeah, man. man. So it kind of reminds me of like. What man, day are you on? So I know. Uh, I think I'm on 36. Let me check. I think I'm on the, yeah, day 36, I do believe. And so that did, is this a start over? Or you're just oh, no, straight? I lied. Today's day 38. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, I mean, whenever I first did it, dude, because he started this back at the beginning of the year, and, like, I just wasn't mentally there. So I tried it, like, five or six times, like, failed failed day one every time. I'm just not ready for it. But then I knew I just got to this point where, like, I just wasn't having, like, So you missed a picture, a progress picture, like, boom, taking a snapshot. That's, you got to start over. Yeah, if you miss it. Yeah, anything. Because, dude, you just got to do it, man. It's just about do it. I and, like that. And the thing like is, dude, it's 75 days because so many people want to celebrate early. Like, they do things halfway, and they just want to give themselves a pat. Oh, good enough. No, I've been doing great. I deserve that. Like, no, you don't. The job isn't done. Like, you haven't earned it yet. You need to see things through to completion. Not halfway. Not day third. Not day 30. Not day 74. Right. 75. Like, and then you finish it. It's actually a part of the whole, like, year-long, like, live hard program that yeah. he created. But... I mean, that's just kind of like the foundational. And you can either do that. You don't have to do the whole thing. Um, but, like, that's just kind of like the the entry to that. 75 and, and that are. And that program itself is just so difficult. I mean, there's been times where, like, you know, I say no. I say no all the time. And just rem- it just, again, reminded me to my fighting days because, like, when I'm cutting weight, I say no to food all the time. And so, like, now I just do it. But I don't have the same, like, excuse to do why you, other than I urges? just don't want to now. Do you have urges? Like going through this program, like so you're eating on this diet, and you said it doesn't matter. So so for che- me, there's a cheat there's a cheat meal meaning it could be in that diet. Like my diet said, I can have one cheat meal. Does that mean it's good or no? No, no cheat meals. You have to follow the diet. So you can't you can't you can't throw cheat meals into your diet. So what if the diet says you can have a cheat meal? But that's a weak diet though. That'd be a pretty weak diet. So what so what's a good diet then? What should my listeners be looking so for? So like for me, for example, like my diet is just all I do is just eat real food and I cut out all the processed junk. So like no I still eat carbohydrates, but no processed carbohydrates. So the the biggest thing I took out was like pizza. I fucking love pizza. <laughs> so I took out pizza because of like I don't there's no refined my kids I, love pizza. I don't eat bread anyway, but like I don't really do pastas even that much anymore either. So sweet potatoes you have. Yeah, I rice. eat potatoes. I eat rice. Um, I'll even do oatmeal sometimes because I got some organic. Like, What's wrong with oatmeal? Huh? What's wrong with some steel people? Cut? Some people. It just depends on it depends on who you're talking to, right? Kind of what uh, school of thought you know people have uh, with 
uh, just different foods, but some pe- that can cause some inflammation for some people and some digestive mm-hmm. issues, just depending on the person. Everybody's totally different. That's true. You know what I mean? So and and so it's, it is it is wheat, right? Yeah, so yeah. or it's a, yeah, it is a wheat, like it's it's oats. Yeah. So there's a little bit of process that goes into that. So I try to I I will eat that, but just not on a regular basis. Nice. Um, so I pretty much just stick with like potatoes and rice for my carbohydrates. Okay. Uh, so just real foods. You're just meats, vegetables. Um, potatoes, right? Uh, fruits, just but nothing processed, none of the junk. Tons of water on the diet, obviously. Um, so I mean, just keep it real simple and just eat a lot of food. So I actually found that I was losing too much weight too fast. Like the other day, I was like one eighty two and a half, and like my my energy was low because like I just probably wasn't getting enough carbohydrates. Yeah, you needed to pa- pack in more. So right? dude, I just I just been eating like crazy this past week and um same foods just more of it and, like you i'm back up better? i'm back up to like 187 it's like okay. so i mean it's probably like five pounds on right there but there's some fluctuation in there so it's not a huge fluctuation i'm just trying to like lower my set point mm. make sure i'm cut and i'm lean um probably walk around about 184 so i mean that's only about three pounds where I, like i really want to be and where i'm at now so it, it's just People get too caught up, I feel like, in the diet aspect of it. So I'm just cutting out the junk. I'm just eating real food, and it's a, it's a living document. Like, I'm monitoring how much I take in, how much I eat. What are you using for that? Are you just writing it down? No, nah, man. Like I, just listen, I just listen to my body. Like, I'm not, I'm not that guy who um, – and I tell this when I coach people because some people really need to be told how much and what. Right. And, like, I'll, we'll, I'll guide you and I'll, I'll help you with, like, healthy habits. But I'm not going to tell you how much. Like, you need to learn to listen to your body. We well, all talk do. To that. Talk to that. Talk to my listeners about your coaching. Is this something that is on imposed will? Where yeah, so I do at? do that kind of under that brand of imposed will just because there is a lot of mindset to that and, like, you know, the healthy habits and the movement. Um, but yeah, man, just like with health coaching clients is like, it's just about like, what can we add in that's going to be healthy? Because I mean, change is hard and we're changing habits and it's just about like just doing what we can and adding in a little bit of things here at a time, right? A little bit of thing. Yeah. A little bit at a time. Uh, Cause you can't do a lot of big changes. People are going to resist that. Right. right? right, So I just keep it simple with this, like eating real food and just adding in healthier things. And then we can start taking out some of the junk and, and upgrading foods all the time. So, all right, well, what are you eating now? Yeah. Um, I had a client, you know, she she liked to drink like slim fast shakes, you know, because oh, so man. many people believe these things are healthy. Yeah. And say, so, all right, cool. Well, you, you, you like the shake and you, you want to use it as a meal replacement. All right, well, let's get you on like a really good protein. And now you have a protein shake there. So it's just like how can we, you know, enhance that and do better? So, do you, so when it came to MMA and mixed martial arts for your – training you would have to do certain diets all these align so i've gotten better i did do i did so i think about like what we've learned in like fitness and health and like how much you know science has come along and like dude i wasn't i thought it was healthy back then but like i was eating like pancakes and different things like that stuff's garbage bro that's what i'm saying like what were you doing back then like back then you had to cut weight doing all this stuff. yeah man so you just learned but towards the end though i had it down to such a science because i was fighting i want as an amateur i fought at 185 i tell people all the time there's no point and, like cutting a lot of weight as an amateur because you're not getting paid for it right and like you can usually make up the difference just in skills and different things but i was fighting at 170 as a pro and like i had to cut so much weight but i had it down to a science to where like i was just eating better and i would lower my set point and i'd diet down to a certain weight and then cut the x amount of water at the end there 
and uh, you just you just learn more and you just get better, dude. Like wow. I, I so I didn't go to school and get like a degree in like nutrition or exercise science or anything, but I've studied just as much, if not more, wow. than those guys. Yeah. And dude, I've just I, between podcasts and books and just conversations and different things and certifications and it's, you just learn so much, dude. Like. I feel like the, I feel like society is moving towards this new thing where we're understanding it's important what we're digesting. People are living longer, but I also feel like like it was like now everyone's like, oh man, there's no there's this new thing about look at a freaking buffalo. A buffalo is not saying that what cow he ate to get the protein. They're eating freaking grass. So there's this new ve- vegan movement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's there's always zealots and everything. I'm not really a fan of the whole veganism. If it it's works, a big movement Yeah, now. if it works for some people, that's great. But, I mean, I feel like a lot of, I feel like we are meant to have meat. Like, we kind of need it. Not everybody can live on a vegan. We're all different. All that's different. the thing, right? So yeah. people need to take that into account. Not everybody can live off a vegan diet. Some people, especially kids and you're developing yeah. and you know, some people put their pets on a vegan diet. And it's like, God, what, are you, what are you doing, man? So it's it's it really what uh, what a lot of people get benefits out of is just the elimination diet part of that, right? Like where they're right. taking out all this Fast junk. Foods yeah, they they that. eliminate a lot of junk and they tend to eat more vegetables and they do stuff like that. So right. they end up feeling better and they they credit to this one particular diet, but it's like all the other crap that you really took out. Yeah. So it's whether or not those things are sustainable. So I always just kind of promote just like just eating real food, see, keep it real simple. See, that's why. I'm at man so like I, I have a lot of friends they do competitions they compete on the stage and they may be pro whether it's bodybuilding and stuff I actually um, I enjoy food I like the taste of food Yeah, you know what I'm saying and I don't necessarily say I need to go get fast food I like to cook like the, last night I baked chicken wrapped in bacon sprinkled with brown sugar uh, covered with uh, uh, teriyaki sauce and uh, and I and I baked it with uh, sliced apples, and I baked it in there with apple juice, and it was amazing. Yeah. It had veggies on the side, you know. what I'm saying that was rock star for me, man. Yeah, I love the taste of food, right? Not yeah. saying I'm a chef or anything, but it was one thing I was like, hey, this is a meal I prepared, and it tastes amazing. Yeah, dude, you <laughs> definitely have to cook a lot more, and like if you notice, I've noticed like. Um, so a lot of the healthier stuff for you tends to be more bitter, and like a lot of our palates are really geared towards sweet things. Right. There's a lot of sugar in a lot of different things. Like everything, even, sugar and everything. Yeah, like, and I can like even just like in your recipe there, you probably put like three things in there that were just different forms of sugar, right? Like apple, oh, apple, apple juice, brown sugar, and teriyaki apple sauce, juice. Oh. and teriyaki. Yeah. Yes. Yes. hundred percent. Teriyaki probably had yeah. a little bit of, of like sugar in there. Yep. And then the, the juice. Toast, corn syrup, yeah. The, ju- the juice. Right. All so, day. so like, with, like our palates are like geared towards all these different sweet things, but like the more you get away from like the sugar additives and different things and like you eat healthier foods, like your palate will change. You, I hear people talk about how they don't like vegetables and they don't like this and that, but you add more spices and less marinades and you do, start cooking more and experimenting and figuring out what you do like and just taking like a little bit of work. That's the thing. Being healthy is a little, it's work. It takes more work. It just does. even being better takes more work. Dude, I, I saw this post the other it day. Is. It hit so hard for home or so. Yeah. It just it hit hard. It hit, yeah. yeah, hit hard at home or whatever. <laughs> uh, dude, it said that today, like everybody is average is so well rewarded. 
today. <laughs> so true. It's like trophy for everyone. If right? you're poor, you know, there's <laughs> programs to help you. You know, there's there's aid and different things, which I'm not saying those are bad, but those are there. Yeah. And then like you know, there's 401ks and if, there's tax breaks and incentives. Yeah. And if you're kind of middle class and just different things and. And the people around you always want to be poor or, or want to be average. Like, every, like there's just all these incentives to be average. But then when you start getting poor like or you start becoming elite, like, uh, you get higher taxes. And uh, there's, you know, people start calling you, like, greedy and hitting you up for, like, to borrow money if you start. And, like, you know, saying, like, these different things about you. Like, if you are doing well. And, like, there's just less incentive to yeah. be, like, elite. Because being well, average is rewarded that, so so well. That's true, and you got to think too. I should man. just pull up the the fucking post. Pull, pull it up, man. But you got you got to think, man. Like the successful do what the unsuccessful want. You know what I'm saying? So like you got a situation where, um, yeah, dude, it's hard for people to say I'm finna eliminate sugar. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what's the I, I to challenge myself? This is something that I personally would do. I literally try to challenge myself as much as possible. I went a whole year. I was like, I'm not going to eat anything that's, that's regular meat. So I'm just going to do fish and I'm going to do. Um, uh, so I, when I say I, I wasn't doing no beef or pork, basically. Yeah. And that was just my challenge. And I made it through the whole year. I did the um, Daniel fast. So I couldn't have anything with sugar. I couldn't have only thing I was able and I was only able to eat during certain time periods. I do these things not because of my what I what I physically want to change about me. Yeah. But I want to change my mindset. And right. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to be able to say there's no no limit. Nothing can uh, overcome my mind. You know what I'm saying? 100%, which is exactly why, like, I'm doing, like, the 75 hard. Because, yeah, that's why I got interested. I'm thinking about yeah, it. Well, yeah, well, because, man, like, so I got a lot of that mental strength and stuff through fighting. I'd be, I can remember, like, you know, having to stay strict on the diet, and I'd get down to weight cuts, and it's, like, just me. I already, I already worked for the day. It's late. This is the day before. I probably haven't had solid food that day i've just been drinking nothing but water up until the weight cut yeah now it's late at night and i have plastics on and i have um sweats and stuff on a stocking cap and like yeah. i'm at the gym and it's like 10 at night and like i'm on the treadmill and like i'm on the row machine i'm on the bike and the stair stepper and like i'm rotating between these things and i'm hitting the sauna yeah. and I, sometimes just, i used to see you people doing this crazy stuff like what are you doing sometimes you're just dead too man you're so exhausted like i did all my weight cuts by myself which probably wasn't a smart thing hell no <laughs> but like there were times where like I'm on like the stair stepper or like I'm on the bike and I'm just like man this guy like you start hyping yourself like he's not like I'm going through all this work right now and then like I'm not gonna let this dude take it from me right kind of right. adds that competitive edge but in the life edge I'm like nobody else is doing this nobody else is nobody doing else it. is doing this that's, and like that's it, it sets you apart and yeah. like you just feel that you're like man yeah. you just understand what your capacity is because it's like I just ran five miles on the treadmill and I haven't eaten in 24 hours and I'm dehydrated and it's like and you're gonna and you're gonna try to tell me that you can't do something and like I know what a physical body is like actually capable of. See, that makes me think about like this seventy-five day hard. I guarantee if you this is a habit dude, that's it's, uncreated. It, you're, dude, it's tough, it's habit, dude. It's it's tough, but but once you've got this habit, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of rare, or it's probably gonna be like probably unrealistic for you to change up that habit. It'd be yeah, like, dude. It's really putting in. Um, it's gonna a, be like norm for you. 
it's, it's, it's really resetting my my morning routine, dude. Right. It's, it's putting me in the best spot possible, and like a lot of these habits are gonna like carry on probably throughout my whole life. That's what and, I'm um, dude, and he talks about how like, dude, this is harder than like any Ironman. This is harder than like seventy five days, like mentally, dude. This is hard. Like you're gonna see physical challenge, like gains from the challenge, but it's not a physical fitness challenge. Right. Um, like some days I'm so exhausted, like I'll just walk for 45 minutes. Wow. Like I just do more active recovery, mobility and different yeah. things. Yeah. So it's like, it's not about the physical. It's just about mental commitment to doing it. Dude. What do you, what do you think? There's a lot of individuals that wrestle going into MMA and all the above. What yeah. do you think their transition should be when they're trying to make this next shift? Let's just say like yourself, you're a person that's able to say, like there's a business around that. How many individuals are now like, I've been training at the school. BJJ beat your body up. Judo beat your body up. There's, there's a that, that's all about what you're doing, right? Yeah, now. I mean, you know recovery is definitely where it's at. The recovery, right? Yeah, recovery, man. right? Yeah, I, I impose will recovery, right? right? Yeah. And it, <laughs> it's a part of it, dude. It's a foundation of health for sure. Yeah. So, what, what do you think? Is, is there something that is? So, are you? Are you? Is, is there something that are you've already built out? Is there something you're thinking about, or tell me about that on on that side? No, um, no programs in place right now. I'm, I'm thinking about maybe doing some um, instructional, maybe content. We'll see um, around like mobility and whatnot. That's but, awesome. Um, with the health coaching kind of piece, like whenever I, I'll have that conversation with people, like that's a major component of just health in general, and just yeah. understanding like a snapshot of where people are and how they can improve. And most often, it's usually in sleep. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for real, dude. I'm, I'm, uh, from training in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, just realizing how important stretching is. Like we, we, I, I, I grapple a lot, but as a bigger guy, and you just grunt, you pull, tug, and you use a lot of these muscles that, um, you, you can really feel it if you've done, haven't done BJJ in a while, and you go back, and all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, what did it, what just hit me? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like feeling, you start realizing. Um, the these certain body parts just feel so different, especially from when being young and older and recovering faster. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, the way we as we get older and move into like advanced age, like the way we train needs to change. Right. Like, because most of us are so used to training one way, and we always feel, oh, well, I don't train um, the way I used to, and that's, exactly. and that's a real mental hurdle for a lot of people, especially yeah. guys. Yeah. Um. So you just gotta learn just to train differently, dude. Training needs to be like an all the time thing, like. You know, it, training doesn't look like what it used to look like. It's, you know, it's not always. Dude, we was pounding. In, yeah. Like, like always, going going hard, five-minute drills, like trying to compete, like competition style, like going. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. It's not always that, dude. Yeah. So this is what it says, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm Hook it up. Back. Hook it up, listeners. Dude, yeah. It says it's awfully listeners. rewarding to be average these days. If you're poor, there's social programs and benefits. If you're lower middle class, there's tax incentives, free health care, free babysitting. If you're average, your friends don't hate you. They don't get jealous and they don't put a damper on your plans. If you're average, they don't uh, they don't have to spend money on a special diet. Oh, if you're average, you don't have to spend money on a special diet or workout routine. Instead, you get to sit on your ass instead of busting it. Again, it's pretty goddamn rewarding to be average these days. When you decide to become elite, here's what happens. When you become elite, they raise your tax rate. They make it harder to grow and scale. When you become elite, it's expensive to take care of your health. Whole foods, health spa, and supplements aren't cheap. When you become elite, your friends and family try to borrow money, call you greedy, and, and try to keep you from doing great things. When you come uh, become elite, your coworkers try to sabotage you because you make them look bad. It's a, uh, it's hell on those who want to be elite. Why? Because elite is a word reserved for very few. Very few can go through the fires of hell and come out as a 
uh, as forged steel, but those who do earn the title of elite. I'll take the pain of being elite over the comfort of being average any day. That's real. Bro, that caption hit me so hard because it's so true, especially when they talk about when you're trying to be, like the health part, like it's more expensive to eat healthier and it's, and it's more work to cook for yourself. Right. And like, it's not easy. Right. And like, right. you have to say no to people and you have to cut certain people off. Like when you're trying to become elite. Yeah. Who are your friends? Who are you hanging around? It's just a part of it, man. It's like, and that's, that's a big freaking deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even with, even, even, I don't know if you, if you even realize this, but there's times in our lives that are just kind of like, it just seems like things uh, happen for a reason, and so like um, those th- those those opportunities, some people don't even realize them. So like you talked about being elite, and you're talking about uh, eliminating things, right? So it's kind of like you could do all the right things sometimes, but it it may not have the result that you think it's supposed to happen, and all of a sudden you get connected somehow. The the stars align. And it's just so weird, some random connection. Like, I understand your podcast is growing, right? Yeah. How did that connection come? It's well, yeah. Like, it's like random stuff. Well, there's a ha- number of ways that can happen, right? We're talking about, like, the law of attraction. Like, what are, you, what are you radiating? Like, what energy are you putting out there? But also, I think it's important to realize that, like, opportunity isn't finite. It's important to have that growth mindset as opposed to that scarcity. There's always opportunity. So you may miss one opportunity, but there's probably going to be another one coming. Coming, right. So you just need to be uh, ready to, you know, to capitalize on opportunity. and you know sometimes you're not or sometimes you try and you fail or whatever the case may be but there's there's no limit in opportunity you just have to be willing to take the next one dude that's awesome you know so many people have a scarcity mindset and you can't have that that's awesome man see adam is a individual who i've just knowing him so many years now 10 years 10 plus years coming up i've i've observed him and i've seen his growth and listeners, tell trust me when I tell you this is someone who is who is make he's really carving out a space for what he's trying to do and the value that he's trying to provide the people that he helps on a day to day basis. Like it's so real. Um, I, like I'm sure of the people that follow you applaud you, and there's a reason why you're growing. There's a reason why you're doing what you're doing. There's a reason why you've made your space, man. Just keep it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, much appreciated. No man. doubt, man. No doubt. So like w- next, let me ask you this. As you transition now, no more MMA fighting? Yeah, I'm done with fighting. I'm still doing a little bit of jiu-jitsu competing. Yeah, um, is that yeah. my phone? Is that your phone? That's probably that's you. That's me. I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, yeah, so I'm still competing in some, some jiu-jitsu. There's actually a five-on-five tournament coming up called Sub-5, kind of based off like quintet, like dual style um, no-gi tournament. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't know. So, <laughs> I ain't never heard of that. All yeah, right. so I'm going to do some jiu-jitsu. Um, just working towards that coveted black belt. No doubt. No um, doubt. Yeah, just building building the brand, building the podcast outside perspective. So, I mean, that's just kind of where everything's going now. So, the podcast, tell us about that and what you got working with that. Yeah, so, I mean, the show's called Outside Perspective. I'm dropping two episodes a week. Um, it's essentially just me sitting down with interesting humans trying to gain some perspective um, and, you know, helping others do the same as well, dude. So, I sit down with a huge array of people. We talk yeah. from... I got doctors and engineers and martial artists and, you know, authors and speakers and just a whole bunch of different people. Yeah. Um, there's probably something for everybody. That's awesome, man. So you, so th- your goal uh, is to just, just provide 
something. Yeah, I mean, just to connect with as many people as possible. Again, I started the podcast really for me to like gain empathy, like really work on that, and, like connecting with people. Cool. And I I do all all of them in person, like one hundred percent, because I feel like it's so important to sit down and have that connection with people. Yeah. Um, and I just I'm always just trying to learn and grow, man. So I'm just trying to connect with as many different people and interesting people as possible, and. Just gain perspective because I mean, how many times do you like wish that you like had perspective when you were younger? Yeah, like, you know what I mean. It's not until yeah, after we've experienced something. So through these conversations, man, hopefully you know others will, will gain some perspective as well. I love that, man. So it's like there, there's, there's always these little lessons I tell individuals. That's the reason why I started my podcast. Um, I learned a lot from these, from certain movies, Enter the Dragon, The Last Dragon, and it was all these little basic lessons. Yeah, man. you would hear things like. The art of fighting without fighting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So everybody knows it's Bruce Lee. A lot of you knowledge in movies. Dude. It's a lot of yeah, knowledge, I there, a lot right? Of movies and up. so it sounds like you're providing that. You're 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 dropping these nuggets for individuals. Yeah. To, to just able to say, let me grab that. Let me apply that. I hope my listeners are really taking that on with 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 these habits. Like me, my habit, Roy Rob, your host. He always does his affirmations. That's me. Every morning I wake up and I think about how powerful the tongue is. I always start with death and life is in the power of the tongue and they that love it will eat its fruit thereof. And the tongue is the power of life and death and they that love it will eat its fruit. Yeah, for real, dude. I mean, your belief and your speech and your thoughts, like all of these things matter, dude. That's awesome. What do you speak and like what are you listening to and you know who who are you listening to? Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Like all those things influence your world and your existence. Well, I wanted to just sit down with you, give it, give it from an MMA perspective. Individual who's been in it, you've done it, you've you fought on a high level. You've uh you've done. Tell us some of the accolades there. Like you tell me tell me your tell the people. My, my listeners, your belt. So you are what right now? Uh, I'm a four stripe purple belt right nice, now. Nice, awesome. Should be brown belt pretty soon. It's coming. It's coming. Feel, and, then, and then and then and then MMA. <laughs> what's the highest? Uh, what, what did you ever? What? Uh, fought on Bellator. Um, had a number of good wins. Had won some belts along the way. Had a lot of fights, man. Um, so I fought MMA. Fought professional kickboxing. Uh, and fought, if, fought boxing. And applicable. What sports would you tell individual? Or what martial arts? Or what would you tell someone who was just starting out? What's a good foundation for them to get into? Depending on where you're at, if you're still in school and your school offers a wrestling program, get into wrestling okay. 100%. Um, if you can find a jiu-jitsu school, do jiu-jitsu as well. Um, those are pretty much like good found, like good foundational points for okay. anybody who just wants to learn a martial art and like be a part of a community. Jiu-jitsu is great for that. There's obviously self-defense there. Yeah. The health aspects are going to be there. Um, if you are wanting to fight, I mean, that's just a great foundation as well. But Perfect. if you have the time, get into wrestling for sure if you, if that's at your school. Cool, 100%. cool. And then as far as the the businesses, where can people follow you? Where can people go? What do they yeah, get, dude. get so to join, in, join their community? Imposedwill.com. Um, you can also check out the podcast at outsideperspectivepodcast.com. Um, we're big on Instagram as well, which, again, is just imposedwill or outsideperspective underscore podcast. Um, have some Facebook pages at those same handles, um, Twitter as well. Not We don't have the podcast on Twitter, but Instagram is also on Twitter. Uh, but I'm most active on Instagram. Um, so YouTube. Can, oh, yeah, we're on YouTube. I mean, if you want to check out the podcast on YouTube, uh, right now it's just under me, so just check out Adam Meredith. So A-D-A-M-M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H. So I'll check me out on uh, Instagram as well. So Adam Meredith underscore. So there we are. All right. So I have to do this to you. 
This is the one time at the end of every show uh. I always have to challenge people. Can you name for me? <clears throat> this is Roy's Roy Rob trivia clue time. All right, name for me. I'll give you two because this is fairly easy. <laughs> now, first I'm one is both. related to BJJ. All right, so name for me uh, five Gracie brothers. Five Gracie brothers? Yeah. Dude, I don't know if I know like all the Gracie. I'm not that good at that kind you of stuff. You can do it, man. You so can do we it. got, I mean, you got Hickson. One. Yeah. Hoist. Two. Hoyler. Three. Um, so I don't know, bro. I can throw out some Gracies, but I don't think like their brothers like Crone Gracie. Yeah, like, but he's not. That's Hickson's son. Yeah, isn't it Hickson's son? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I mean, there's. Uh, you got it. You got it. It's got to be Carlson one. Gracie. I, 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 um, I think you might be right. Yeah, I think. Carlson. All right, well, hey, well, let's do the dad. Give me the dad too. Oh, I know Elio. All right, cool. Yeah, all right, but, so the, but you then got, you also got have like the Machados. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're yeah. the cousins. All right, all right. Um, all right, all right. So then, my next, my next quiz question, I gotta get you. This is movie style, all right? Okay. We're going movies here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to flip it up. Uh, name for me top five martial movies, martial arts movies of all time. Top oh, five. Man, that one's so hard. Top five, man. We can do five. I, give you, I, I just I, say I, five, I five say that I like. I yeah, just five say five that I like. Yeah. It's so hard. But, um, golly, man. So I do. I really do like like Enter the Dragon was was fly. I mean, obviously, no doubt, Bruce Lee. big time. But like, man, I really love, um, dude. I don't know if you've seen like the Ong Bak movies. Come on, man, dude, have Ong, I seen it? Oh, of course, okay. Ong Bak was dope. Um, Two. Let's go with that one, and then because these are a little bit different styles, right? Yeah. So I also like. Dude, um, it's so cool when he would come with the elbows. And you see the elephant dude. in the background. And you see his training. Yeah. And his movie ties. He had, so, he had a movie oh called The Protector God. where it was just about yes, him protecting Yes, yes. And, and he was young. It wasn't that young. It was supposed to be the ancestors. Yeah. Trust me, bro. I, yeah. I know but him, But then Ombok 3 got really weird. That one was a little bit more one. like mystical. Ombok 2 was good. But uh, I also really liked The Raid. I'd probably put that Raid in there. Raid was oh, sick. Dude. But I think it was like Raid 2, actually, or whatever. Yeah, Raid 2 might have been the one. Maybe it was like raid the sub but either way they're going yeah. up through sick fight scenes yeah all right those, i'm with you i'm with you those are sick um yeah two more man two more ah, man, these are there's so many like amazing movies with fight scenes and i also noticed like a lot of these like martial art movies are actually so you have the action ones that are really based on just like the beautiful choreography and there's a lot of like yeah. almost like dance to that right but then there's a lot of like really deep stories in a lot of these too yeah, especially love man. stories too so i really like crouching tiger hidden dragon Ooh. dude just some amazing <laughs> choreography in that oh one. my god was it not beast mode, oh man. man it was just so beautiful it's like what they're just doing just the storyline oh, is dude. off the chain oh, man. man hey oh i'm sorry man no you're go good, ahead go dude. ahead go ahead what's your number five ah, dude, there's just is so hard. You, you gonna go Iron Monkey? No, no, no. That no. was Beast Mode. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still throwing mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. I, like I just feel like I could just throw out just so many, but like, dude, like, uh, fucking, um, one of my. I don't almost. Do I do I throw out like a Jet Li movie or something? Because like he was so sick. Yeah, man. But I'm thinking, um, what is uh. Oh, Itmon. 
Oh, uh, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, dude, which one, though? Two, three? Probably two. Yeah, I man. really like two oh, a lot. Man, but, dude, there's, dude. So, there's so many that, dude, so during that time, whenever I was a security guard, I just watched so many freaking movies, That's dude. awesome, man. So many movies, dude. That's awesome. And, like, I would just go through these spurts to where, like, I just would read all the subtitles, and you just get into the subtitle yeah, movies, and just, yeah. that's when it really opens up. When you really don't worry about the subtitles, you yeah. read those bad boys, I gotta be in the mood though, but oh man, dude, that's what it, so many good. I, I what was that movie Jackie Chan where he played like the drunken master, dude? Yeah, man. So that was uh, well, that's a multiple. So you have a bunch of those. Yeah, right. Depending on which one you're talking about, because it is literally drunken master. Dude, yeah, yeah there is drunken master. There is drunken master. <laughs> that's probably what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. it's drunken master. He's you know so what I'm good. Yeah, dude, it's a bunch of them, man. Dude. Like, Jackie's my boy. I can't even. It's hard to even name these guys. Yeah, and I was just trying to like pick from different areas God, too, dude. Because I was like, man. you know, yeah, you're classic, and then you got like Muay Thai, and then you got like so many different styles. It's there. so it's so much love when it comes to just the martial art. The, the evolution of it is just insane, man. Oh man, like it's just that's this is the reason why I do my podcast, and I'm and I and I think about where we're going and where it's gonna go to. Like it's influenced hip hop. Yeah, hip hop with Wu Tang. Come oh, on, man! Dude, man. So it's it's done so much that yeah. it's like you have no choice but to embrace it. Well, the Asian culture and the Black culture have a very um, like synergistic like relationship with each other, where like they influence each other, right? right. Like you talked about um, martial arts influencing like you know the Black culture, and then and then you got hip hop influencing the world, as well as I mean you know Asian culture. How many of the world's best dancers? Or like little Asian and people, little Asian, they break but dance. But they're hip hop. Oh but that's all hip hop. That's all black culture, right? Exactly, dude. It's insane, man. Like even in and it's a big, it's a big change. I know. I've, I've, I'm starting to study how even China has a huge influence over African right now. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's big right now. It's a lot of stuff going on where the connections are there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And you start just like I said, just people just wrap your arms around it. Be a little different. Be willing to listen. You can get so much stuff out of things that you never thought you would have got it out of. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, man, I appreciate you, man. Welcome on to the podcast. I'm going to have you back, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having All me. All day. Hey, checking out. This is your boy, Roy Rob. Shout out to Adam Meredith. Go check him out. Go follow. He's definitely worth it. You're going to get so much value just for checking him out. Later. Tune in next time for another great episode of Enter the Last Dragon.